Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Afrocentrist Podcast. My name is Ejiro Osakede. And today on this podcast, we're going to be looking into business model Canva, but basically business models in general. And my guest, Oluwajosi Ogigi, is going to be taking us through a whole session of what it means or what a business model means, but specifically how to you know answer the questions that are on a business model Canva. You really don't want to miss this. And you please, before we go into it, Get your pen and your paper to jot down things because it's going to be a masterclass. See you in a bit. Oh, so guys, welcome back. I'm here with my guest. And like I said, we're talking about, you know, business models. Well, from a very peculiar pers- uh, or particular perspective. Um, so welcome. Welcome, um, Oluwata Siodigi. How are you doing today? Fine, thank you. Thank you for having me. So big pleasure to be here. On your show, yes. Indeed, indeed. Thank you for availing yourself to be here. So let's just dive into it. But first, I would not assume that everybody knows what business model is, right? Or would I put it that way? Or would I just say, like, just let's refresh people's minds so it doesn't look like, of course, you know what it is, right? So what is a business model? All right. So um, I see business model in two ways. I'm sure everybody will be able to understand that. Um, I'm not doing definitions really, but I'm saying when we talk about business model, there's a part in your business plan. In your business plan, there's always this portion, this section that talks about your business model. And that talks about how do you want to actually present your business to the world? I mean, how would you be seen? What strategies would you employ? There are different, there are different types of, um, you know, the different types that you could choose. You could say, uh, we want to go on free premium means we start with free uh, free bees then we start upselling people or we want to just be premium priced we don't want to be for everybody uh, you know that is that's that okay and there's another time there's another time we talk about business model that's like an entire you know there's this business model canvas now the canvas is the short form so this is a this is a situation where you are actually bringing out your business model and looking at it like it's actually the business plan. Yes. Mm. So at that point, you begin to really consider everything, everybody that is involved, every matter, every element, every people. At that point, I mean, that that is a, a more expanded form of business model. And that is, that's where I actually sit. That's where, that's what I sit on. The other one that is in your business plan is supposed to just be talking about things you can actually change with time. Uh, you can tweak them and it can be can, can be sitting on your pricing levels, it can be sitting on your production, it can be sitting on how you structure your organization. The business model there is different. <clears throat> but this particular one is after you have, it's like that one that is that um, summarized part. Mm. How did you get to that point? How did you get to that point of deciding that you're going to go premium, you're going to go premium, you're going to go different? That is when you decide it. That's when you break it down and then say, this is a model. This is, these are the, I just love the business model campus, really. So, okay, so exactly. So I'm going to come in there and say, okay, so let's just say that we are going with, you know, understanding what it takes to have a, a working business um, canva, right? Yes. So like everything that makes it, juicy that makes it like things that you need to start to think about to make it easy for you to jump on it and to take action based on that thing that you put together on the business model canva right yeah. fantastic 
Fantastic. So tell, tell me or tell us, right, what does it really, because I mean, personally, I'm an entrepreneur as well. And I know I've gone through that business model Calva a couple of times. And it still feels like this is dancing. This is a lot of work. So if there are people like me listening or watching this right now, how would you take them through the process? Just talking them through what it means. I mean, I know I can see in my mind's eye right now what the business model Calva looks like, right? Yes. You know, all the aspects of it, your value proposition, your channels, your, 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 uh, what's your that thing? Partners, your, your key partners, your key partners, yes. Your, your, the way your the money is coming, right? Everything. I can yeah. see that right now. But can you just walk us through in this session how to go through, like, what are those things to put in place and how to fill in those gaps for people who might want to take that step? Okay, yeah, uh, for me, how I make it easier for myself and for people that I work with is uh, we're still going to have to go back to the model of the model canvas, you know, the template. We're still going to have to go there. But the big deal is that we, you want to see yourself um, as people see you. I mean, you want to see yourself in relation to the eyes of uh, the environment, eyes of the economy. You want to put yourself in the middle and then go up and see yourself, see your business. Mm -hmm from the uh, aircraft, a helicopter view, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, Very so, yes. So that is, that is what actually approves when you talk about the partner, the key partners, the resources, the things that you cannot but have. You want to talk about the activities that you have, the resources. I mean, value proposition is the first anyway. <laughs> That's what they're offering. So what I do is this, um, we talk problem solving all the time and take that the way it starts from value proposition talks problem solving. What is it that you are, I mean, why are you going to be here? So you would have to be factual with yourself. It's, if you're there for the money, it's no problem. Just know that in your mind, you can't put that on the paper, but you're going to be offering the world something to get, to get, to get your money. You're going to be offering them something to get your money, but it's good for you to know that uh, we are here for the money. Now there's something I did sometimes, I just put it down briefly, like, to, how do you know how to position yourself? How do you know how to eventually say this is my business model before you even take it to the canvas? It is by looking, yeah, it is by looking at your value chain. I mean, they look at the value chain of your industry. Look at the value chain of the industry you have chosen. If you know agriculture is wild, um, that's a sector, right? But it's mm -hmm. poultry farming. There's fishery. There's fish, fish farming, fishery, yeah, the same thing. Fish farming, there's, you know, staple foods, staple food farming. All right, now then, we we have artisans, people that make things. So that is when you consider the sector, then you now consider the industry. Now, why do you want to go there? Why do you want to go there? Uh, I like to separate something. You may love the industry. You may just love the industry, and. You may, it's different if you just love the industry or if you just love a particular thing that is done in the industry. For example, some people may love baking. I mean, you love the cake world. You love the fan fantasy of the fancifulness of cakes. But do you really love to decorate? Do you really love to bake? Maybe it's just that you would just love to sell the cakes to people. So, mm. so some people just love clothing. They love fashion. 
And the re you facing reality of what exactly you're all about it makes you to know, really, am I going to, you know, there are people that- Am I going to learn how to sew? sew. And then, uh, uh, am I going to just, um, you know, put people, let people just be sewing? I just love to see people sew. I just want to see, I just want to own it. I mean, it is in uh, our side of the world that you, these things are kind of hard, you know, because even growing up, all these lines we hear of, all these Gucci and Gabbana, all yeah. these, they, they, I'm not sure, I'm not sure that the ones that sit and start sewing, most of them are not, <laughs> are not even, they're not even the artisans at all, they're just businessmen, they're just businessmen, they just want to close the world. And the, the, the sincerity of the matter is if you weigh your energy, you realize that the time it will take you to go and learn, especially when you now you know, sit on it and start learning and you see that it's wasting my time. And, and the fact that I'm not getting it, it may even make you, you know, lose your morale and then you mm. a lot of energy. So when you now ask, I mean, this industry, why do I love it? Is it because it's easy to make money from it? It's no problem. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm done with that stage of my life where I blame people that want money. No, 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 <laughs> no, you can't just love money. <laughs> That's it, just be true to yourself so that you can then yes, work out a model that works for you. Yeah, because that's some industries you go to to go get money, and then you now go to other industries to build your passion. It's, possi impact, so. it's possible. But whatever you are doing, you're still going to have to have a business model. You don't go to go and slap people and get their money. So, what we are saying is that you have to build, you have to be true to yourself and it's like to me it's like taking a stick it's like finding a seat and sitting down that's what to me business model means find mm. your seat and sit down there and then do yeah. it very well so i started from problem solving that is when you ask yourself even though i love this industry but what is it that i really want to do there and then when you're you know the fact that you love an industry actually makes you to sit on it and look into it and say to yourself what is the problem here that we can solve well, mm. two questions. What is the problem here that we can stop? Number two, where is the money? Where is the money? Money. If the where if, if the sec, section, the, the chain where the money is is crowded, overcrowded, then sensibility says to you that you cannot define another chain where the money will flow to. Because it's like the money is flowing from somewhere, really, but you know it's going to touch the place next before it touches another place. And when it's like an, an ecosystem, it's like a pyramid, if every chain, if the channel is true, if every channel, if the channel of the flow of value, that's money, if it is true, if somebody can go and through it like a, like a drainage system, if you go on through, through it, I mean, I don't know, I'm looking for an English truth. If you go and make it clear, then even okay, the, yes. yeah, even the person at the bottom of the pyramid will still benefit. Yeah. Will still benefit. Take for instance, yeah, no yeah, everyone, it's gonna flow down. It is gonna flow down. Imagine the people that are into construction, you know, the quarry, you know, quarry now. The people that mm -hmm. stay in, at the quarry and break stones. Do you know that they are not they're not poor people? They're not poor people because are right? they, are, they, they are in an industry and a sector that, like, that is like, striving. Mining. Yes, mm. that is striving. So the value flows down. They need them. So it's not about, you know, so if the place where there's this thing called downstream and um, upper, upstream, if you can't start from the upstream, you even <laughs> upstream, downstream, there's, there's something in between the streams. There's, there's so many. <laughs> 
<laughs> look for your middle stream and just it's stay about there. Value chain. It's about the value chain. Mm -hmm. Sit at it and look at it from the raw material. Where does the raw material come from? And then, and then look at it and then you'll be able to say, this is a place that is least utilized. This, this, this section. That's where I want People don't people are, people are not even looking at it so much. So let me camp here. Let me camp here and do something here. Yes. I love it. I love it. I love the idea of just sitting down and looking, taking an area of view of the whole business, of the whole business, first of all, yes. before you take it to the Dell Canva to say, yeah. okay, from A to C, from the raw material to the finished product, what happens? Understanding this stage to this stage to this stage to this stage, and then saying, you know what? This stage, there are plenty of people here. Okay. This stage, there are not much plenty of people here. How can I plug in here? Or this stage, there are not much plenty of people. I don't want to go there. Is it this place where there are plenty of people? That's where I want I, to go. I don't but mind. Just yeah, I don't mind. I know it. Okay, this is where you want to plug in and then sit in there. I love it. Thank you for Thank explaining you. that so clearly. So yeah. now I'm, I'm assuming that you want to now dive in into the business model Canva, right? Yes. Uh, so now, so now I, what I want to do is I want to share my screen so that I can share it so that it's just... For people who have not even seen it before, they can have an idea of what a business with their advice and then you can go through it. Like, is right. that okay with you? Thank you. That's wonderful. Thank you. Thank, you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, here we go. So yeah. in case you are just yes, like if this is if this is new to you, then you can have a look at this. All right. So um now that you know where you're sitting, you know you're sitting then you've studied the industry you know the value chain so you know do i start let me just start from the the the, the left now oh, this is my left the key partners now okay cool. but what that means is um i'm i'm not at the topmost i'm not i'm even whatever wherever i am but these are the people that are directly related to me in the value chain this is mm. um um now I, I need to pick an industry now okay let me just just be cake making, right? <laughs> Let me start from there. later, right? So, uh, <laughs> um, cake making now. Now, the reason why it's actually very critical, I mean, I, I may not be able to use cake making because people don't understand that uh, the bakers around have not been breaking it down to the different models that exist. So, we still mm. see it as everybody still puts everything together, right? So, um, okay. Let me just let me just say now cake making is actually a lot. Like we also have raw materials. You also start from your flour and then your your ingredients. We need ingredients to actually make the cakes, right? And then going to the bakery, the kitchen to bake is is, is another is a chain on the value, right? And then decorating it is another chain before we eventually mm. say delivery, logistics. Okay, I'm breaking it down. It's kind of short. It's more than that, but let's stick to that. So when you want to go into baking, say for instance, you just want to uh, set up a company that's going to be baking. You're going to be baking like you're baking bread, but you're going to be baking cakes for people to, to buy and decorate or for companies that will be decorating and selling and reselling. So that's, that's what your model is. That's where you're sitting. That's where you're sitting on the value chain, right? So your key partners mm. will be who? Your key partners will be who? People that, number one, will supply you raw materials raw materials mm. you can't do without you can't do without them number two because if you're going to be setting up you know in a big way you are going to actually just have to have make technicians i mean utility managers around you you can't afford to break down you're you're heavily you're using heavy machines they have to mm. so if you can't have them as a staff in house 
they have to be at a break and call that your that your people like your consultants, yeah. Now it's such a way that even if they can't repair, immediately they can give you a replacement in the case where you are at the middle of a job. Now other uh, other partners will be definitely um okay, these people you might consider them as your customers, really, but that the people that they, the business needs to grow for you to be able to, to have job to do. So, you know, so partner, keep partners here. After a while, you begin to talk about um, um, strategic partnership. Yeah, people that was, you know, it, strategic partnership is in, the, I mean, it says in, in a sense where you, is in the gig economy where you don't want to have some of these people that don't really do so much of a work as staff members, but you need them to survive. In terms of advertising, mm -hmm. in terms of so it's like you don't, you don't employ them, but yes. you need their services. You need the services, so they could be your key partners. They could just be there, and then your okay. key activities are the things you must do to survive. So, mm. as a baking company, we must always. I mean, we must always advertise, right? We must always keep our customer. We must always keep our customers happy. So. Quality, keep, I mean, quality uh, products must go out okay. all the time. Mm -hmm. We must, your quality department, quality assurance department must be intact. So if you play with anything, you can't play with your let's say, laboratory where you check your eggs, mm -hmm. where your eggs come in, your measurements must be intact. So that those are key activities. So those questions are becoming when you want to ask yourself, what, what staff, what over the strength of your staff? Where would you mm. where would you hire people more? What type of people would you hire more? You understand? Another key activity yeah. that you would have to consider because of the, the nature of that job is that you cannot afford to keep these cakes for a long time. So key activities mm. will be sales, like regular sales, going out. You have to be going out to your sales department will be kitted. Yeah, you can't keep you can't bake it. You can't keep you can't bake it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> best before it, the best thing is when it is fresh. And you right. you know you do it your sales people must be intact. Like, like your sales department will be tush. Those, those are those some some key activities that I would just want to mention. Uh your key resources, those are your machinery, your equipment. Uh, you can't do, you can't, you can't um, joke with that. Maybe your customer relation, your staff. I mean, when you sit at it, you can be able to just draft out a lot of things. Key resources for you. I mean, it's limited to what you see. You can expand it. Key resources for a, a business can be the fact that your website must always, your website will be your weapon. Or if you're not a website person, your structure, your branding will be a weapon. The, the customer experience, when they come in, you just, something will be a weapon that you must have. That's your key resources. The things that, if they take anything away, don't take this. <laughs> don't take this away from me. For instance, mm. now, you must have power. You must have your own alternative power. That's your resource. That's a key resource. So, mm. yeah, so value proposition that is, you know, it's actually, you know, when, when you study business model, you, you're told that to start from the middle. Value proposition is why everybody is here, why all these activities, resources, key partners, relationship, that's why they're here. That is what you offer. Now, let me just um, dwell on that a little. Now, uh, I just talked about someone that is running a, a bakery, 
just breaking extensively for everyone. When you are the only one that just got there, it may be sweet, it may be nice. That's your value. That's what you're giving. You're giving people convenience of um, at least getting the cakes baked. Then they just have shorter, shorter, shorter time to decorate and go. Some people may build their business on you entirely, entirely by by you being the baking department. Your your uh, your company will be the baking department. So you guys are just calls a week. Uh, we have another. Um, three by four by da, 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 da. you're just baking. So those are just, just close. So what I'm saying is when it is still you, you can define that as a value proposition. But the moment you begin to see that you're getting one or two more people, they begin to also now to refine. So refining is, is, is that we are still making cakes, but what else are we adding to it? What else are we adding to it? Are we bringing it to your doorstep? Are we are we are we bringing it alongside ice block? Are we what am I? What are we doing that others are not doing? What are we doing that others are not doing that they may not be able to do in a long time? Or maybe as we bake for you, we still give you uh, materials to decorate for free. I just do things and just value proposition. Just pack it but it just must make you stand out. So, so the best thing to do here is to make sure that you are always a step ahead, a step ahead as every, like, like um, there's this department that is called um, products, is it product, des product designers, like production, there's a production department, but what they do is to just sit down, design new products, the design new product or the product, design. product design. design. They touch it up, add more to it, so they don't sit, or the research and development team, they don't just sit down and be saying, we're making money, we're cool. No, no, we just keep, so that as they're dreaming of meeting you, your steps ahead, customer relationships mean, how do you deal with customers? How do you deal with customers? Are you gonna be totally online? Is it gonna be off, um, on site? Is it going to be that you have um, just like, um, um, uh, um, what's this, what's this, um, oh, what's this now? Um, Iroko TV, Iroko TV that, uh, that has uh, outlets, they have smaller outlets around, just like maybe Etel, okay, Etel, mm -hmm. what is the customer relationship that you are going to have? Some companies, some big companies, they never make contact with with their customers and they're cool and they're making money. What is your own customer relationship? How is it going to be? That is, you have to- That means that one is even also a model. Like they don't want to contact that It's going to take so much of their time. They will need a staff to, need a staff to stay there. At the end of the day, they need so many staffs. That's why so many mm. staff members. And there's a waste of their money. They just believe, they just go online and they um, optimize the process, sales process, optimize it, put machines everywhere, reply you. And once the experience, the, uh, once the experience got in, it's also cool. Who cares? I mean, who cares if MTN does not disturb my life by maybe you chop my credit. I mean, I don't care. I don't want to see you. <laughs> I don't want to go to banks. I really don't like going to banks. So customer relationships, that's, that's it defined. And channels is more like it. Now, for instance, if I uh, if I run another model, if I run a cake decorating, a cake decorating business model, just decorating, 
um, my channels could be that I could have a mobile decorator, like a van. So if it's, it may be a do, it may be a do it yourself. We may have do it yourself opportunities for people to come and you, you have your cake. Like you have the cake. You have your I cake. Have bring it. You know, bring it. Decorate, decorate you know, I mean, wow. Those things are stress free. So those are the channels of we can reach you that way, or you can come to our center, or we do it on mm -hmm. service. So, so those are mm. channels of delivery. Channels of delivery. Now we can still do these channels of delivery and still not have so much of customer relationships. It's possible. It's just like you're sending robots <laughs> to go and walk. So when they eventually get to that mobile van, there's not so much of hello, hi, <laughs> this the van just opens, they just enter, they do make their cakes, they press a button, I'm done, put your money here, you're, you're already paid online, you just go with your cakes and you know, there can be channels and then no customer relationships. There can be customer relationships, less of a channel. You know, just define it, but that's what it means, really. That's, that's what the difference between channels. You begin to understand it when you now want to do a hybrid system of business, when you are going online, when you are doing online, offline. So that's, those are the channels. If you are delivering e-products, lectures, um, you know, channels, for instance, if you're giving podcasts, is a channel. If you're doing YouTube, is a channel. Mm. So those are channels mm. of delivery of the value that you have promised people. So customer segments, I'm sure, are supposed to come immediately after value proposition. Mm, yeah. Who are you serving? Mm. So um, this, this one is like um, you may have more than one segment. It's, it's, it's truthfully, you just have to face the fact. Money comes from someplace faster than it comes. And this question is, it helps you to be able to really know that, that some people that you are really called to serve, that some people that you're actually here for. But it may take a lot of time to convince them to get to their pockets. You segment them, keep them somewhere. But it may, there may be some people that buy easily, but buy literally. They buy just small. But it's easy to make money from them. Yeah. So, I mean, when you consider your customer segment, it helps to now define channels and it helps to define customer relationships. So there will be different um, relationships for different customers, for different segments, different channels yeah. for different segments. And then you'll be able to say, uh, for now, we want to focus on this segment, you know, this seg for the first yeah, three months, yeah. this segment, mm. the money we'll get from there. Who just nice launch another product for the next segment, or you just sit down, draw a flow of virtue, flow of value from this person to this person to this person to these customers until the premium. You know when you sit on premium, premium customers, it's so sweet too. Premium mm. customers pay you like when they pay you once, once, once you can go, you can go and sleep. Next week is another time. For instance, next year, I mean we don't even mind coming to next year, but. You know? But we need because we need you know you know we need funds to keep Recurrence, the money. So we, need, we need. So we uh, don't have other segments of customers that. Of so you know when people talk to bakers about um, going to cakes and cream to buy our cakes, we came to cakes and say, you think you're the customers of cakes and cream? You think that it is because you go upstairs, upstairs, and go and see their customers, or just call, call cakes and cream and say. Next week is my daughter's birthday. And you know, you see, I want red velvet and then I want lemon. And then on top 
COVID, I want to collate and be down. I'll be saying everything. And then I want it to be too tears. You see the mouth, let it steep down like this. And you know, now describe everything. And this is there, you will know what I'm talking about. But you're going to the shop. <laughs> you're going to the shop. You just go and buy, buy cake that they have made. You're not. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let, me, let me give you this analogy. It's so funny. Like, um, we had issues in my, one of my, uh, one of the houses we've lived before. We had issues with the PHC and the, the uh, power suppliers, you know. Uh, they came take off our wires and all that. So we had to go, the women of the house had to go back for a wire. We had to pay what we were supposed to pay and we went. So as we were waiting for the main person that we attend to us, so he was sitting down with someone else discussing. Then someone said to us, see, you people are the consumers. See, the person is talking to, that's the customer. <laughs> That is the customer. He cannot start. Those customers are consumers. So it's good for you to know who your customers are. You know who your customers are. You know. So those those analogies help you to know, and you don't just waste expend energy. You can't expend so much of customer relationship on consumers. You can't afford it because you're paying. You're paying your customer relationships. You're paying the people that are there. You're paying them. So. This segmentation really helps a lot. Saves you a lot of energy. Saves you. You're doing, wow. you're doing um, uh, discounts. I mean, you're doing promo, discounted promo um, offers. You're doing offers, promo, and somebody still comes. You got something at 50% slash. You have to say, eh, they've not put it in bag for me. It's not even great me. Like, I beg, just pick that in and go. Like, pick it for, just be going. <laughs> you cannot. The people we want to attend to are the people that would, despite the promo, will say to us, no, don't worry, don't worry. I, I came with another deal. Uh, hey, bring, you bring your chair and sit closer. But it still doesn't mean that we'll be mean to them, Sha, but that's what it means. Now let's go to the almighty formula, the, the big deals, the big people, cost structure, revenue streams. This is a place where I tell you, unless you went for accounting in the school, unless you have gone to take extra courses on accounting, if you are in the, on the business model, if you got to this point, it's good for you to call in an accountant, no matter Oh, even if just someone that just finished account, just call them, please. The headache is quite, quite much, <laughs> you know. Even though they have not started doing the financial plan, no, but we need to put in, we need to know what cost is. Cost. Mm. We need to know what cost is. Not even all of them know it already. I mean, the accountants themselves, because we have to blend yeah. economics. We have to blend economics with accounting to be able to have a proper view of business financials. Not, I mean, not the fact that, it's, I mean, because of the business owner, the time it's going to cost you. In fact, the, whatever it costs you to build your business canvas must be put into the consideration, whatever it costs you. Or maybe you have to mm. go through some research, but it looks as though your input is nothing. Your time is nothing, you know, but it's a problem, you're an entrepreneur, you shouldn't, you don't mind to. So that's it, that's it about cost structure. You want to really know what are the costs? What are the costs? Um, I'm trying to, you know, read that. That is kind of tiny, but but what about it is yeah, uh, fixed cost? Yeah, please let me put it on the cost side. There are fixed costs and there are um, a fixed cost and there are operational costs. Fixed costs, you know, variable. Uh -huh. yeah, I just like to put it into two fixed and variable operational. Fixed are the things you do once and for all. Machineries you want to you want to get in space. 
That's why I said you have to get an accountant because when you talk of getting a space, they don't put the huge amount that you used to acquire the space. They put it in rent. They break it down into months. All those edits. Me, I won't lie to you. I don't do it. But <laughs> <laughs> when they sit with me and ask me, what is the cost of doing this thing? I know what it is. I give them the price. They put it there. Mm -hmm. But they will help you put it in perspective yeah. and where you see. Um, Otherwise, you might not even consider it as, as an entrepreneur. Like, you don't even think that you so your even, time you don't is part that. of it. Yeah. Your airtime I used to call is part of the cost. Everything. The airtime mm -hmm. is part of the fuel you bought for generator the day the, the is part that of it. You are one man in five departments is part of it. <laughs> so, so I said, what are the most important costs inherent in your business model? Now, this this mm. question is not for now when you are starting. It's for as you go on. What are the things that will continue to burn your money? Then the question is, is whether you produce or not. Some things will continue. So, whether you produce or not, do you have to always put on generator? Do you have to always run advertisements? Do you have to, have to always pay staff? Some costs are easy to calculate. Those are costs that are directly related to production. For instance, mm. you're not going to put flour and I'm not going to have to buy flour and sugar if I'm not baking, you understand? But I have to keep my office open. And when Loma comes, the fact that I don't have anything to throw away in that does mean this month does not mean, sorry, Loma is, mean uh, Loma are people that disposes refuse, you know. It doesn't mean I'll tell them, see, there was no business this month or PHCN comes, would I have to put off my lights? Because, you know, we still have to operate. So which key resources, mm. Oh, which key resources are most expensive? Which key activities are most expensive? You want to put them in, in perspective. Put them in perspective. Put everything down. Put everything down. We used to make this mistake a lot. Especially when somebody says, we want to give you grants. or they want to, what soft loan is coming? We are always, we're always trying to pity the people and always trying to look like we can manage. Yes, that's it, that's it. We look like we want to say we can manage. Just give me this money, I can manage it. At the end of the day, it goes away into fixed capital, fixed costs immediately. There is no money to run, no very no money to run. And then there's pressure on the business to immediately start producing, immediately start producing. And you're not, you have not even done anything about marketing. People don't even put anything, any, any, any. People, some people don't even ascribe any portion of their budget to marketing. Marketing. Mm. You may, marketing and marketing is so so broad, so important. Yeah. The first, the first one one month, two months, you may just have to run free tasting days. Just run free samples. You just say, come and come here, come and take AC, come and use my Wi-Fi. Just don't come and do it. <laughs> wow, it takes a lot. It takes a lot. It's a lot. So it's put lot. all costs down. Now, this is where it comes in. Please give me the other side. This is what balances it up, especially when you're writing it as a proposal. Now, mm. if you can prove that revenue streams can, can you know, overweight, I mean, can cater for... Higher than Yeah, cost. higher for your regular cost, not just the capital. Most of the time, people can overlook capital for you. Say okay, even if though, even when we have eventually put this big money, this is how much would you be using often per month, for example? Now, yeah, that's a personal cost. Now, if your revenue stream that's your revenue monthly at least on the minimum, if it would not outweigh, if it is not going to be more than your regular running cost, yes, right? yes it's yeah, they, they're going to tell you it's not feasible, it's not, it's not, it's not going to work. 
it's not going to work. So what value, mm. what, for what value are your customers really willing to pay? What mm. do they currently pay? How are they currently paying? You know, this is assuming that, this is assuming that it's a business that is already in operation, all right? Or you're trying to go into the market and look at what they're already doing before now, before now. Mm. So, so if what they are currently paying for, you know, and then you want to add another value for it, would they pay for it? If you want to add another value as your own proposition, would they also pay for it? And how would they prefer to pay? I mean, now these days, now when you now talk about business, different models, because business model is going from other models, pricing models, marketing models, you know, but we still call them business models. Now. It's like having this, this model Canva, for you can have this model cover for every other aspect of your of your business. In fact, thank you very much. I thought about so it. And if you have this for the whole for the whole picture, and yeah. then you now have each each segment, like for marketing, for sales, yes. for so growth. It's just, just, just going to say what are we going to be doing differently in every in every aspect of our operations? What are we going to be doing differently? How are we going to be doing things differently? So revenue streams. Just, just free. I mean, um, put out as many vessels to get value anywhere. Just look at. Don't, here I talk about um, resources. Don't let any resource lie value. You have big space. Nobody is using this part of your space. Lease it out. Let people be paying for it. At least for the first few months, when you need to uh, let the business balance itself. Lease things out. Share resources. Machines that will eventually spur. Now, the question is to eventually spell whether you use it very well or not. Now, if it eventually spells, would you have kept enough money to buy it? So we can just get people to come and use it also, and then they pay for it. And then before it spells, you can actually buy another. So different things, different issues. So revenue streams, carve it out as much as possible. Asset sales, usage fee, list of your price, product future dependent. You just want to put into consideration how you're going to be making money. That's it. Uh, are you going to have membership? Uh, you know, subscription membership. You can even have it for products. Uh, oh, man. I took I took a mini MBA course anyway. So that really opened my head. Innovation. Innovation is everywhere. Be wild about it. And um, like I said, resources. Don't let anything life follow. It helps you to be able to open up your streams of income, of revenue, and getting as much fantastic like this is a master class i i kid you not guys this is not just a podcast it's a master class thank you so much thank please you. um can i can i you know take it away from the screen now yes yes you can oh, fantastic so that you can then just round up for us wow I mean, it's been a class. This is a masterclass, I kid you not. Thank you for breaking it down. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. So what would your you know, advice be? I mean, you've said something about you can work on it yourself up until that last part where it's really, really, you know, you need yeah. an external okay. help. Yeah. You are not an accountant yourself and all of that. But if somebody is saying, oh, even just looking at it alone is overwhelming for me, what would your suggestion be for how they can go about it? Okay, yeah, it's, it's, it's easier these days. Uh, so many consultants, you know, clarity section, people, so many people wanting to give you clarity. And then business consultants generally, 
can help you. Mm. Number one, they just help you find that your seat first. And they help you find what, where you're going to be sitting conveniently, something that is okay with your passion, okay with your structure, your family structure, your systems, a seat that you're going to have that is okay with every other thing around you, that is going to complement something you'll not be struggling with, all right? Then they can actually help you for feasibility study, go to the market, check out for you what is, what, what is in existence. And it is that that will help you know how you can now position as a difference. Uh, you know, uh, was it, um, uh, okay, brought and JJ Omojua on a show one time and JJ said, when you're going into the market, more like say for the first time, especially maybe an industry, you either go with a lot of money or you go with a lot of difference. Either with a lot of money or a lot of difference. It's good to work with someone. I won't joke with. I mean, I won't, I won't, you know, it's a lot. You it, it get to waste time if you want to do it on your own, unless you you have an MBA or you studied business. It's not just, I'm not just. Even if you have a lot of money, you still need to pay people to help you. Oh, do that's it, where right? your money starts working. <laughs> that's where your money starts working. That's where your money starts working. Yes. But if you have a lot of money, you should know that you shouldn't waste it too. It should bring returns for you immediately. So get people to do the research for you, brainstorming section. Uh, the, the what I just said now, I mean, I was I'm tempted to go into what we were discussing that earlier, but I won't go there. So just get people to work for you. Because what hands? If you are not that buoyant, I don't know what else to say, because I'm going to really be frank with you. It takes a lot of time to, it takes a lot of energy and resources to say, I want to do it, I want to make the mistakes myself. This thing I'm talking about, I took a course on business plan writing, business model. I've studied, no, but when I was studying, I knew I was not doing it for my business. I was doing it for me, knowledge, I can share the knowledge. So if you want to do business and then you have to go and study all these things, just so that you can, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and the time is done. What time would you have left to, to do, do the business? business? At the end of the day, you retired. At the end of the day, you know so much that to go and sit on that business may not, not be easy. But what I'm saying is, if your business is what is in your view to start, the cost of doing this is also a cost of it. Don't be afraid. The business will pay for it on the long run. So let us put costs into consideration. People prefer costs of buying things, but when it is cost of paying people, I don't know why. When you sit with someone and you look at their business model and you say you have to employ at least one staff member, even if it's for marketing, they say, where will I get them? What's your stress? That's a cost. You put it aside. The cost of paying that one person for three months is going to be a cost, operational cost that you have kept aside. The business will not even be able to pay him yet, but you must put it aside. That is a cost. Not just, we see people as, as what? People should just come and work for you for free. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I can't, why can't you just expect machines to come and enter your office for free? Or expect the person that built the shop to give you for free? But when this model requires that minimum of one person should be on the business with you, so that you can be able to mind the business of making the business work, you say, no, you want to go and sit down there. You'll be the producer, my the, the marketer. You are the sales. Mm -hmm. I, I can listen to it. So that wow. is wow. Too much things oh. to take away. <laughs> Thank but you. Thank you so so much, guys. I feel like 
I feel like I don't want to give this podcast for free. Like this is a masterclass that you have to pay for. But because we are kind like that, we'll leave it up for you to be able to understand this. But if I see that the engagement is not much, I will just like I'm gonna give to people that need it. All right. <laughs> so you better please, if you watch this, you better please share with somebody who is trying to start a business. Yeah. That needs into this that needs to watch this that needs to know what it takes so that they begin to understand the whole journey like the, are they ready to go the whole nine yards or are they just going to jejeli go and get a job and work because running a business is not it's not it's not it takes it, a lot it's even from trading it's even from yeah trading. exactly yeah. you can trade and still make money yeah. Like you don't have to be a business owner, yeah. right? I think there's a lot of mistakes that are also made, you know, with the message of you have to you have to uh, uh, be an entrepreneur and all of that. that it's, it's, a, it's a lie that, oh, you get the freedom. No, <laughs> this is what people give the work that they do and then they enter into the business and, and then they, they get they stopped. Say. Because your boss goes through. That makes him put it's a pressure on your head. This is a pressure and the tension. And then you want to go do it yourself without so much of cushion. You, you don't have the cushion that you even have. Since, you know. I want to drop something. I want to drop something that I know will help people. Because when you begin to hear all these things, it makes you look like it's too big. It's too, how can I do it? Then how can, you know, like the disciples of Jesus Christ was not saying, ah, this is how it is. <laughs> then I will eventually enter heaven. You know, I think the, 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 the secret is in partnership, collaboration, even from the beginning, even from the beginning. Young people, you see yourselves, you are there, you went to school together, you guys are kind of like-minded, or, you know, you just know that we are, we, are, we are in this together, we are in this search of meaning, getting meaning for ourselves together. Now, what you do, you don't have to do the same, I mean, you don't have to have passion for the same business or industry, no. But put your brain, come together, agree to do this together. Now start with a business at a time. A business at a time puts energy together. Somebody is good with um, getting ideas. Somebody is good with administration. Somebody is good with marketing. Put these things together. When, when you've set up for one person, it's running. It's running. It's not, maybe not, the profit is not there yet. Come together, set up for the other. You know, then you can be a staff uh, individually. You can be staff members in. It's just it's just interwoven. It's just let's help each other. Let's not be trying to survive alone. Let's not be thinking. At, at the end of this, like a competition. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. The, the world put us here. The world put us here. Let us decide to get out of it, and we have to do it together. 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 Yeah. What a fantastic close. Oh my God. Like, I feel like I just finished a class right now. This is so good. Thank you so much, Luata. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for such amazing wisdom. So if people want to connect with you, like, I want to work with this woman. I don't know if I can afford that, but let me just find out and see if something can come. How can people reach you? Um, You know, I just exist on the internet. I exist as Oluwato Sinogige on Instagram, on LinkedIn, Oluwato Sinogige on Facebook is a little bit more longer in name, but in terms of relating business-wise, Instagram and Instagram and LinkedIn is it. Facebook is, you know, we know, we know what Facebook is meant for. We just use it to gather our people. <laughs> 
But no on Instagram, I, I share my thoughts on business, business, growing business and um, company building, especially. I'm going to share the link to your Instagram and LinkedIn page on this podcast and also on the YouTube channel. Thank you so much for availing yourself to be here. Thank you for sharing such luscious, delicious knowledge with us today. I really appreciate you. I celebrate you. It's a pleasure. I I thank you for also, you know, inviting me, (laughs) bringing me onto your space. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Guys, you heard it all. Please, I would love to hear from you. I want to hear from you. What was your aha moment? What was the best part of this session for you? Let me know in the comment section on the YouTube channel, or you can, when you listen to, you can reach out to me on WhatsApp. I would like to share your takeaway with my audience as well, just to say, you know what, this is such a good content and more people should listen. And when you're done watching or done listening, please do well to share with somebody else who you think would need this knowledge, okay? Until I come your way again next week with yet another amazing session with another amazing knowledge, you know, um, 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 knowledge, what would I find now? Knowledge Lord or something <laughs> like that. Just remain amazing and I'll see you. My name is Adrian Osaka. Have a fantastic week. Bye.